This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Boncast. Boncast. Welcome. Episode number 13. Lucky 13. And um, yeah, so life on the road has <laughs> certainly been challenging to say the least so far. Um, we are what, seven weeks now into this trip um, on my Prevo bus. And believe me, you, there is never a dull moment. And whether it's been an issue with this bus, which I've had a few. We've driven in some crazy monsoon rainstorms, Tucky and I, and we've had a plethora of other issues as well, and I've certainly dealt with my fair share of them. Like I said, I've already only been on the road for for seven weeks, (laughs) and I guess that's what happens. Life on the road is challenging. Now, I knew it would come with challenges. I knew not everything was going to go tickety-boo. I know things break down and things go wrong, Um, and they have. But uh, listen, at the end of the day, I am still thankful to be doing this. I have weathered the storms, literally, and uh, I've weathered these issues with the bus as well. And I got to thank a few people right off the bat for that. Uh, Jason, my manager back in Buffalo, he's always talked me through stuff, uh, down off the ledge, (laughs) if you will, because it can get pretty frustrating out here. And, um, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I, I let things get to me too much sometimes, if you will. Anyways, he's been great. Um, as always, my, my pops has always been a rock for me. The other two that have really helped me is my boys. Uh, they are just awesome, awesome individuals. Now, they're only 24 and 18, but their maturity level is, um, is through the roof. I mean, they're, they're fucking more mature than I am, for Christ's sakes. Uh. Excuse me. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, anyways, they uh I can't I can't give them enough credit. Uh we talk at least a few times a week, if not more, and it's always been fascinating to talk to them and 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 just listen to how smart they really are. Um and the things that come out of their mouth just blow my mind. Uh you know, you would think it would be vice versa and me giving them this advice, which is the way it should go, but I'm thankful to have boys that are are super smart, educated and and just you know what their, their street smarts are are incredible as well. You'd think they lived uh, a whole nother life so far and and are just sharing their their experience with me. Anyways, I'm super thankful for them, and uh, I look forward to seeing them real soon. And I'll get to that later in the podcast. Man, where to start? So this bus, <laughs> I love this bus. Don't get me wrong, it's it's beautiful inside and out. But there was definitely some issues and. I'm really thankful that I found out early into this trip uh, about the major uh, air leak issue underneath the bus, if you will. This bus rides on an air ride suspension, and there is, I believe, 14 valves in total and hoses and stuff and switches that that run the whole air system underneath. Well, it turns out I, I got a leak pretty early into Texas, I think within the first three four days, and uh, driving down the street, and all of a sudden, my my right side was totally... Uh, out of air and I was riding tilted and uh, so I had to pull over spend a couple nights in a Walmart parking lot got the bus fixed thanks to Christian and American bus specialists 
Anyways, he mentioned that because uh, he knew what I was up to. We got talking and stuff. And he said, dude, if you plan on driving all over Texas and then into New Mexico and Arizona and over into California, I don't foresee things going very well for you if you don't come to my shop and see me. Now, at first, for a hot second, I was just like, oh, you know, maybe this fucking guy just wants my money and stuff. And But turns out that wasn't the case. And, and I kind of knew it right away because I could I could personally hear the air leaks all over the bus, like from underneath. If you get down and listen, you could hear the air leaking out of different spots uh, whilst it was uh, full of air, if you will. So I knew that he wasn't screwing me over, and I made the best decision of my life was to go and see him. He was about 40 minutes from where I was. So I took my bus down there, and I had a great time there, actually. Got to meet some great uh, Mexican country bands. Christian, we became uh, not even a, a, a worker on my bus, but he became a friend of mine, actually. And I'm super thankful for, for him helping me out with that. And in the grand scheme of things, what could have cost $20,000 plus on the road only ended up costing me way less than half of that, thanks to Christian's prices, giving me a great deal, and um, really made me feel safe and confident about being back on the road. So yeah, it was, it was money that I didn't foresee spending. I was told that the bus was tickety-boo, there was no issues, he got all the leaks fixed, uh, which was a bullshit full lie, but anyways, that's what happens, and, and it's partly my fault, it's got, you gotta be, uh, buyers, buyers beware, you know, um, I should have had the bus inspected by a professional, I trusted the seller, he said he had it inspected at this shop, and they fixed every issue that there was, and he said he felt confident in selling me the bus as it was, and that it would fully get me across uh, to California without any issues. Now, we always know that something's going to go wrong or break down. And, and so I was expecting to, to have some issues and to spend a bit of money. I didn't expect it to happen within the first week of being on the road. And I certainly didn't expect to drop uh, the kind of money that I had to drop. Now, that being said, it was worth it. The bus runs great now. Uh, I had one other minor issue the other day. My, my power steering went. And thankfully, it was just a matter, a simple fix of, um, it was just low on, on power steering fluid. So I got me a couple of jugs of power steering fluid, topped it up, and uh, now we're tickety-boo. So, man, I've been, I've been all over Texas so far. We've been, we started up in the north, made our way down all the way. I'm in Houston right now uh, doing this Bondcast. And... Um, you know, I, I, I've, I've loved all of Texas, if you will. I haven't had a, a, a bad time yet. And listen, we, we've pretty much done everything. I say we, me and Tucker, uh, my dog, my mini golden doodle Tucker is with me. And listen, we've slept in parking lots. We've slept in campgrounds, nice RV, uh, resorts. We've slept in the bus shop and every other place imaginable that you can think of. Um, it's what happens on the road. You kind of stay where you need to stay. And um, am I scared? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I'll tell you one quick story. I was in a Walmart parking lot last week because um, a fucking buddy of mine, and I won't tell you his name, but his nickname rhymes with, with Funky. And um, this motherfucker kicked me out of his house the night before we were both supposed to head to Corpus Christi together uh, to go explore down in the very south of Texas. Now, what happened, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, this guy's neighbor complained that my dog shit on her lawn. Well, I mean, dogs have to shit, right? So anyways, the, their front lawns are pretty close together. I went and picked it up right away. Anyway, she sent my buddy a nasty text and then threatened him 
uh, with law enforcement because the bus had been sitting in uh, out front of his and her house for, uh, and not so much her house, but she could see it at her front window, but fucking boohoo. Anyways, she said that she was going to get the authorities involved uh, if I didn't move that bus to sweet. So instead of my buddy, you know, politely talking to her with, with some rationality and common sense and saying, listen, my buddy's license plate, the, the temporary one that he's got is expired. The, the new one is coming in tomorrow via FedEx. And, and then we're both leaving. Just give us one more night and we'll be gone. Nope. That motherfucker turns around and comes into my, my bedroom where I was staying there. And I was doing some voice acting work. And he goes, dude, you, you got to go. You got to go. And he just started freaking out. He's like, you got to go now. He literally made me up and leave within like an hour. So I just packed my shit and I left. Well, the next day he had my license plate was delivered to his house. So he made me wait in a Walmart parking lot the entire day. Now he was off too, because he took the day off because we were supposed to go to, to Corpus, as I mentioned. And this motherfucker let me sit in a Walmart parking lot the entire day till 6 p.m. And then you know what he did? He drives up in his car and literally throws my license plate, my new license plate, out of his window and onto the ground in front of me and says, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then he fucking took off. <laughs> I was so blown away. This is a childhood friend from like eight years old. And I, I literally was so stunned. Anyways, I sent him a nasty, nasty text. And I was just, I, you know, it wasn't nasty. It was honest. And I'm sorry if the truth hurts, but man, oh man, did I ever tear a strip off him? I just told him what I thought and, and uh, how he dealt with the whole situation. And is this is what you do to friends who, who, who like, you know, you come and spend time with them, visit and we were having a great time. Anyways, he can go fuck himself. And that'll be the last I ever see or speak to that fucking clown. Oh, anyways, what else? You know, like I said, uh, oh, so I'm staying in a Walmart parking lot the, the one night because I had to leave and I couldn't drive anywhere because my my temporary plate had expired. I, I fell asleep pretty early that night. I bet you I was asleep by 11 o'clock. Well, at around midnight, I woke up to somebody pounding on the front door of the bus. And I'm like, who the fuck is that knocking on my door? Anyways, I didn't go to see because, listen, the Walmart clientele is, is sketchy at the best of times. And I'll be damned if I'm going to answer my bus door at midnight with some stranger pounding on it. Anyways, it stopped after about two minutes. Um, so I thought, okay, man, whoever it was, they're gone. No, they weren't. They started pounding on the door again. Now, I know it wasn't security, Walmart security, because they already knew I was there. They'd already done laps of the parking lot. And, and I'd been sitting outside in my lawn chair in the parking lot. They waved a couple times, you know. It's, uh, it was what, what it was. They, uh, so I knew it wasn't security because they also have these big orange yellow lights on top of their, uh, their little SUV they were driving around in. And when I peered out the window to try and see if I could see anybody, there was no yellow lights around. So that led me to believe it wasn't security knocking on my door. <sighs> Anyways, uh, it finally ceased again after the, the second time of knocking for about two minutes straight. I, I was scared. Now, I wasn't scared for my life or anything. I, I got pepper spray on board and I got a, I got a baseball bat. But um, it was just weird to, to know that some fucking lunatic is knocking on my bus door at midnight. Like, who does that? Anyways, the next morning all was well. Uh, nobody was around. And uh, like I said, I had to wait the entire day for my license plate. But as soon as I got that, we, I hit the road and ended up uh, down here in, in the Houston area. 
Spent three days on a golf course, which which was a blast. A uh, really awesome golf course called Tour 18, which is a culmination of 18 different holes from the PGA courses that they play in around around the USA. Anyway, fabulous course and, and a great time there. And then the skies opened up uh, the, on my third day. I was getting ready to leave, and I was going to this cool animal sanctuary. And man, oh man, I've never, I don't think, I've said this when I was in Tennessee, um, but there's some gnarly storms down here in the USA, including uh, the past two days have been absolutely insane for thunder and lightning storms. And the amount of rain that, that Texas has received since I've been here, man, you could fill a small lake. <sighs> it's been crazy. And it, it was rained so hard last night that I couldn't even let my poor dog out for a piss because the thunder and lightning was so intense and he's terrified of the thunder. And then the rain was coming down sideways, and and he he didn't want to go out anyway. So, um, yeah, it rained the entire night, and uh, it's better today, but still is still looking pretty sketchy out here. Uh, we're supposed to get storms all week, which doesn't bode well for somebody who wants to go out and try and get great content and stuff. Anyways, speaking of content, listen, here's here's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the truth. I, I have got so much content uh, on my phones and my camera. Um, I literally, I'm having a hard time keeping up. It's hard. I'm the driver. I'm the videographer. I'm the talent. I'm the editor. And I'm just tired. And it's, I work long days trying to get um, stuff tickety-boo so that it's good. And I'm also learning you know, how to get better at posting videos on YouTube and how to get into the algorithm. And it's been a lot of work for, for one guy. Now, I knew this was going to be, I knew this wasn't going to be easy coming down here and doing this uh, by myself. Um, but I, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I was sick and tired of being locked down in, in Canada. And, and I, I'm an adventurous dude. And I came up with this, this grand plan that I would, I would sell my house, sell everything I own. Uh, buy this bus and tour the USA and, and talk to social media stars and, and all other cool kind of walks of life. Well, I found out early, very early on in this trip, that social media stars who, who I thought would be way more accessible than, say, like Hollywood movie stars and stuff, turns out that's not true. <laughs> I've, I've uh, messaged hundreds of them. Now, through emails, through, through their, their social media sites, uh, and, and all other means, and I haven't had one fucking person respond to me even with uh, i show them my press release i show them what i'm up to and uh, I, I don't know what it is i definitely thought it would be easier to do this now that being said i've still had a great time i've still got lots of great content i sort of shifted gears a little bit and switched over to going to cool places unique places doing cool unique things that the majority of my friends family uh, and people i know will will never get to do i mean for instance shooting a 300 pound hog with an AR-10 from 70 yards away, sitting in the middle of the bush in Texas, was something I never imagined I would do. And I got to do it, and it was it was exhilarating. It was such a cool rush. Um, so many other cool things, too. Um, you, you already know about them or seen them on my thing, or they'll be coming out in the videos as well uh, on my YouTube channel, Trippin' with Bonzi. So make sure you go check that out. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Uh, also, all my social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you can find me uh, at Bonzi Live, okay? So go do that. Uh, anyways, I was miserable at home. I, I shouldn't say that. I was actually doing way better. I was off the booze. 
I was microdosing and I was I was actually enjoying my voice work and having a great time, but I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't satisfied. And but I was doing way better physically and mentally. And it led me to the, have this confidence to go out on the road and and do this this crazy adventure. <laughs> Sadly, when I got here, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, full, 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 uh, what's that word? Full disclosure. Um, I started drinking again, which uh, I'm pissed off about, but I realized it sooner than later that it's not doing me any favors. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to get sober again. I haven't had booze in a few days. And it's also made me realize that I need to, to take some time off uh, for myself. Now, does that mean I'm quitting this trip and, and packing it in? No. No, it really doesn't at all. Uh, if there's one thing I've learned after 15 years of marriage um, and then being walked out on, nothing brings me down. Now, I can get down. I feel like shit, but I never stay down. And that's one thing I've pr- prided myself on. Uh, and other people have noticed it too. They're like, Bonzi, you never, ever give up. You get beaten down so many times and so many different uh, things that have happened to me over my life. Um, but I always always seem to dust myself, pick myself up, dust myself off, and soldier on. I don't know if it's the way I was brought up uh, or, or what, or maybe it's a culmination of so many things, but I'm really proud of myself for taking this leap. Yeah, it was, it was terrifying, and I'm still scared. Is there days that I think I made a huge mistake? Yes. Do I regret it? No, I, I don't, because you, you can't have regrets. I made this choice on my own. I had my kids uh, backing. I had... Mm, I wouldn't say I had my parents' full blessing by any means, but, you know, they've, they've, they've really come to the realization that there's nothing that they can say or do that's going to stop me from doing what I want to do. It's always been the way I, I, I've been. Now, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I, I was dabbling in sex, drugs, and rock and roll years ago and decided it would be a great idea to up and move to Nicaragua and buy a bar, which, in hindsight, was probably not the best idea's uh, for somebody like me who does have a problem with with alcohol, I guess I think the problem was that I never saw it as a problem. I saw it as as a, a help actually because it would help me hide from my demons uh, from my past with my PTSD and stuff like that. So, you know, sadly, when I did decide to buy that bar and and take on that adventure, move to Nicaragua, uh, I thought it was a fantastic idea. Now, again, I have no regrets of that either because I had a great time. Sadly, the bar thing didn't work out because three weeks after I purchased that bar, um, all hell broke loose in that country. They had a full political uprising and it was a grind. It was it was costing us more money to keep the bar open than it was to run it. And it simply just wasn't smart uh, business move. So decided to get out of that. And uh, I ended up staying in Nicaragua. No regrets. I I loved it there. I got to do some fishing tours. I, I dabbled in real estate there for a bit, and and I have so many great friends there that that I love to this day and still keep in touch with, and I'm definitely looking forward to going back there. Now, when the pandemic hit, I decided to leave Nicaragua because my parents were freaking out, so I came home and I lived with my parents for f- four months in their basement. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck. I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say I was stuck. I kind of was stuck there because my house was rented out, and... um it took me four plus months to get the tenant out. She'd stop paying bills. She stopped paying the rent. So it was it was a lot easier for me to get rid of her ass. Um, and something that I'm still fighting to get my... She owes me $8,000. Um, and then she did a bunch of damage to my house. So I'm suing her for fifteen grand, And that's actually going to court real soon. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. 
I wasn't in a good place in my parents' basement. Now, I was, I'm 47 years old. I'm living in my parents' basement. My other a younger alcoholic brother is upstairs living there, and he was a pain in my ass. And uh, it just wasn't a, a, a fun time for me. Now, I loved spending the time with my parents. That was something that I will always cherish. But it really opened up my PTSD again. I was drinking like a maniac day and night there. And, and it just wasn't going well. Anyways, it was nobody's fault uh, but my own. And I just knew I needed to A, get out of my parents' basement. I knew I needed to stop drinking, which I did. And I'm very proud of that. For, for four months, I went without uh, touching alcohol. And I felt amazing. Sorry, I just got to turn on the air conditioning here because it is fuck-ass hot on this bus. Anyways, yeah. So once I got back home, it was, it was great. I got to see my kids every day almost. Uh, they came and visited a lot. Uh, like I said, it wasn't boozing. I was eating way healthier. And the microdosing really, really, really helped change my whole attitude towards life around. My therapy was going live on Facebook uh, and making people laugh while I was in my parents' basement. And that's how this, this whole shit show kind of started. Now, we all know the first one was a pure gong show. But then, you know, the future shows after that, eh, there was still a lot of drunk ones at the beginning. But I really learned to tone it down and kind of find a niche, if you will. And it's amazing how many people I actually reached out to because on my shows that I did on, on Facebook, I was real. I was raw. I was honest. I told my uh, daily struggles of, of living with my parents and living with PTSD and depression and anxiety, which is something I never, ever lived with before. I was always the life of the party. I got to the point where I fucking hated just being around people. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to see people. All I wanted to do was hide in, in either my parents' basement or wherever I was and just drink my face off and smoke my dope and, and just wait to go to bed so that I could run and hide from the demons until the next day and do it all over again. Now, I knew that was no way to live my life. And uh, I, thankfully, you know, through talking to other people who reached out to me uh, in secret and in confidence, um, they told me of their struggles and, and how I was really helping them you know, get through it. And they asked for my advice. And it was great to talk to these people and to know that I was actually doing good and helping people. So I continued to do the show and, and continue to be open and honest about my life and what uh, the struggles that I was going through. And it just, it got better and better and better. The show did. And I was doing, uh, I was interviewing people. I got to interview some really cool people like Jeremy Taggart, uh, Theo Fleury, Chris Contos from the NHL. And, and so many more. Marianne from Brooklyn from the Howard Stern Show. And I was having a great time doing it. And I was starting to get a lot more attention. Anyways, that turned into um, me doing a podcast and, and getting paid to do it. It turned into uh, so many more other, other options. I was doing a lot more voice work. And I was loving doing the show. I, I, I branched out to YouTube, to Twitch. And then that's when one day I decided, like, fuck sitting in, in, in Aurelia in this house, four-bedroom house, by myself, and being just bored and, and une uneventful every day. So that's how I ended up buying this bus and, and taking this thing on the road. I got some backing from people like Dean Blundell uh, and DeanBlundell.com, who, who gave me a great platform uh, and still does to this day. I'm so thankful to be on that podcast twice a week with Dean. Um, it's a, I've, made some, I've met some great people doing it. And it's also allowed me to, to uh, have a bigger and better platform than, than just my own. You know what I mean? Oh, anyways, it, uh, it has been a trip down here, to say the least. 
Uh, it's been eventful. It's been, it hasn't really been sad. Yeah, I, I do miss my kids. I miss my parents, but I get to talk to them a whole ton. And I've done some amazing, amazing things down here. So, I, like I said, no regrets. I love, I love living on the road. I love traveling. I love meeting people. But one thing I don't love is the grind uh, that I have found myself in. And I really have found that I'm, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy things less or, or not even getting to enjoy the things that I'm doing or trying to do because I'm so overwhelmed with, with my, the voice work, with the editing, trying to get good content out on YouTube and stuff and all my social media stuff. It's just kind of brought me down. And, and of course, the booze doesn't help either. It's a depressant. And it has made me fucking bummed out. So after talking to my dad uh, earlier this week and kind of letting him know my feelings, talking to my manager, Jason, they both came up with the same thing. They don't even know each other, but they were like, they both said, son, why don't you go to uh, Colorado? It's way cooler up there because the heat down here is really intense. And I'm spending a shit ton of money on fuel just to run the the um, generator so that I don't roast my ass off in this bus. Well, I've come to learn that that shit isn't cheap. Anyways, I just, I just need a break. And it's not from, from Texas per se. I just need a, a, a change of scenery. I've been in Texas for six weeks now. And um, it's enough, you know, almost seven weeks. Now, instead of going to New Mexico and over into Arizona and in the desert where it's even hotter and stuff, I have made the decision to uh, head directly north. It's only about 15-hour drive. And I won't be doing it all at once either. Uh, I still got some things to do and see here in Texas. But um, I'm pretty far south. Uh, for those of you who know, Houston is way down there on the, on the southern end of Texas. We're going to head north and we're going to go to Colorado and we're going to chill the hell out for a little bit. There's some really cool, cheap RV campgrounds in the mountains there. And I just want to soak in the mountains in the fresh air. Uh, I've always loved the mountains. I lived in Banff for a couple of years. And it's something that uh, over the past few days, I have really um, made up my mind that it's something I'm going to do. And I, I had a big conversation with Dean the other day, too. And Dean is a recovering alcoholic. He's been 40 years sober. And, and he's uh, really been trying to help me with, uh, with getting back on track. So he is all for me heading up to Colorado as well. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to going up there and, and chilling out for a bit. Uh, the weed's legal up there, which, you know, it, it isn't in Texas. So I'll have a lot more peace of mind with, um, you know, because weed is really, it really, really helps me. I know the microdosing helps me tenfold, uh, but the weed does too. It calms my ass down. And it's something that, that I have enjoyed doing for, for many years. Um, it's my medicine. I don't take antidepressants. I don't take fucking all that shit. I smoke weed and I microdose. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. So anyways, uh, Colorado is calling my name. Uh, my dad has been there. He says it's the most beautiful place. He loves it there. And he highly recommended that I get my ass up there and just go chill out for a while. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and just spend some time. And instead of going uh, to different places daily in, in Texas and stuff here and trying to make good content, I'm going to go up to Colorado and I'm going to chill out. I'm going to stare at the mountains. I'm going to smoke some good ganja. And I'm going to edit the uh, thousands of hours that I have uh, stored on my computer of, of all the content that I haven't got to yet. And I'm also going to focus a lot more on my voice acting work because we, you know, when you're on the road here and the sponsorship money is few and far between, I need to start making some more money. So I have put the voice acting thing kind of on the back burner a bit. I haven't been doing it as much as I should. So I'm going to really start focusing on that, bring in some more money. And, uh, and also prepare myself to get out to LA. 
So that is the ultimate goal. From Colorado, we'll be heading to L.A., and I've got a friend there who's been in the voice acting and acting uh, industry for about five or six years now, and he's doing really well, and he wants uh, for nothing more than for me to come out and be a part of it. He sees a great future in me out there. Now, I know there's a plethora of people that have this dream of going to Hollywood and being some big star. That's not my, that's not my ultimate goal is to be a big, huge star. I just want to go out there and maintain a steady living and do and do uh, Hollywood voice acting work, if you will, instead of instead of just this YouTube voice acting work. Now, I'm not slagging the, 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 the voice work I do. It's been great. I love doing it. I want a bigger and better challenge. I, w- I want to try and make it in, in the Hollywood industry of, of voice acting and not only voice acting. I'll, I'll dabble in in, um, you know, I'll go to auditions for for commercials, for for roles in TV shows, movies. It doesn't matter. I don't have fear. Now, I do have fear, but I know how to control it and and deal with it. And I'm not afraid to go and put myself out there. So here's what's going to happen. My ass is heading to Colorado, I believe, tomorrow. Um, in the next few weeks, I'll be chilling out up there. And then my old, uh, youngest son, Brad, is, is going to come out and spend some time with me in Colorado. And then uh, him and I are going to make the 15-hour drive from Colorado to L.A., now we're going to take our time doing it. We're going to go through uh, Utah, uh, from, um, Utah, uh, Nevada. We're going to make a, a stop in Vegas. My, my son's never been, and he's a, a professional magician. So we're going to, uh, and he's got friends out there actually who have their own show in 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 Vegas now. So we're going to see them, and we'll also probably go to a couple of other magic shows that are going on there right now as well. And then we'll make our way to L.A., where my oldest son is, and his brother, obviously. Ty has been out there. He moved there uh, a couple of weeks ago now. And so we're, uh, we're, we're going to make a, an adventure out of it. So I'm really, really stoked. I need this little break. I've been grinding out for eight weeks on the road almost. And not only that, it was a grind leaving. Uh, I had to pack up a house. I had to plan this whole trip and all the research that went into it and the, and the planning and stuff. So I, I'm tired. <laughs> now, I know I've got to do a lot of cool stuff uh, whilst here on the road, but it, it, it comes with a price, and I'm, I'm burnt out a little bit. You know, everywhere I go, I feel like I've got to have the camera out. I've got to be rolling. And, yeah, it's, it's been a little tiring. So I'm not going to stop filming. I'm not going to stop making content. It's just going to be a little more dialed back, if you will. So I am really looking forward to getting up to Colorado. Hopefully the uh, drive will be super smooth and safe. Yeah, we'll just go regroup. And I'm looking forward. I, I really love editing, um, but it's been a grind. And when you're doing it day and night and day and night and then squeezing in other things like driving to the next destination, filming that stuff, um, it's just been a lot for old Bonzarelli. So on the advice of my dad, my manager, and Dean, plus my kids, uh, I talked to both of them and they think it's a great idea. I'm not, like I said, I'm not giving up. I, I, I hate to call it that because I'm not giving up. I'm I'm still going to be making content, uh, I wouldn't say every day, but I really want to focus on, there's no sense in making more and more and more content when you can't fucking keep up and get it out there to to you guys on, on YouTube and stuff. So I am going to take a little break, sort of, if you will, and um, just focus on editing my voice work and just chilling the hell out for a bit. And I don't think there's a better place to do it than than Colorado. So that's the plan. And we'll see what happens. Anyways, that's the Bondcast. I'm not, I'm not going to ramble on anymore. Um, I am going to stop in San Antonio on my way. I got to check out the Alamo. And then straight from San Antonio, we'll be heading directly north up into Midland, Odessa, Amarillo. 
I got to stop at Amarillo because the guy that I was just uh, talking about who's in LA is a voice actor now and an actor. His, he is uh, famous uh, for in Amarillo. He is on the wall because he ate 76 ounces of steak in one sitting. Now, my boy used to be 400 pounds and, and he was able to smash back that kind of food back in the day. Now, he has lost 200 plus pounds, but he was like, you got to stop and see my picture on the wall in Amarillo. For those of you who don't know, Amarillo is right at the very north, uh, top of Texas, right below uh, Oklahoma. Um, then there's a little tiny strip that goes across off of the main part of Oklahoma. And I literally will be driving through Oklahoma for about, it uh, looks like half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. And then boom, you're right into the bottom of Colorado. So first stop is Colorado Springs. Uh, we'll be chilling out there for a while. And then I'll do a little bit of touring around. Uh, I got to get up to the Denver area. And then my dad said, you got to go to to Golden as well. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, I think it was Golden. So I'll be checking out some of those spots as well. And then making my way to LA. And we'll see what happens from there. I'm really excited to to uh, have this game-changing game plan. I think, I think it's for the best. And everything does happen for a reason. And you don't always get to know that reason. But um, I think this is definitely the right decision. I need to go chill out in some cooler climates. And, and uh, I love the mountains. It's just they, they are therapeutic. So that's what I'm going to do. So I look forward to it. There will be plenty more Bondcast coming up. Um, this is something I really love talking to this microphone and rambling on about my stories and stuff. And I get great messages back after it and, and, and from people that say, man, I love hearing you, you be so honest and raw and stuff, <laughs> which I definitely have been over this past year or so. And definitely on Dean Blundell's podcast as well. Um, so I encourage you to go check out his podcast, DeanBlundell.com. And then my podcasts are all on there as well. So if you've missed any of them, you can go check them out there. Um, and then all, on the, all the other streaming spots like Spotify, uh, Anchor, uh, and stuff like that. Apple, Apple Tunes, iMusic, whatever the hell you call it. Also, uh, number 99, Bonzi Live on YouTube will be coming up. And then I think either I'm either going to film it, uh, do it tonight or tomorrow. Uh, just depends on what transpires here the rest of the day. I almost have the, the show written out, so it's just a matter of, of actually doing it. You guys have a great rest of the week. Thanks for your continued support. Like I said, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, go there, please, please, please. It's uh, Trippin' with Bonzi. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like on all my videos. Drop a comment, too, because that all helps uh, my videos get into the algorithm a little better. And listen, folks, it takes, it takes only a hot second to hit that thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button. And just drop a comment and say, hey, man, great video. Can't wait to see more. Um, and then hit that notification bell so that when I do put out new content, you don't miss a second of it, all right? I think that's it. My dog is sitting here staring incessantly at me, and I think he needs to go take a pish. Um, and then I got to get out of here. Uh, I think I'm already past the checkout time at this RV resort. Then we'll be uh, off making my way across uh, west to San Antonio and then directly north to Colorado, baby. All right, so go check out my stuff on YouTube, please. Tripping with Bonzi. And then you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Bonzi Live. And then my Facebook page, too. Um, I think it's Greg Bond or just Bonzi Live, whatever. But, uh, yeah, thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. And I will see you guys soon. Take care of yourself. Take care of one another. And I love you all. Take care. Love you. Bye.
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.